Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, and welcome to I'll Buy the Popcorn podcast. I'm Alessandra. And I'm Emily. That was such a weird way that yeah, you said we're, it. we're really robotic today. I All by the popcorn podcast. <laughs> anyway, this is how it's going to start. Yeah, um, I guess this is how it's going to start. Today, we're doing our third Indiana Jones episode. Yeah. This was yeah. great. This episode was so great. It really was. It, it really was good. It was it felt a lot more focused than the other two, and definitely not, not even focus on on indie. No, like focus on others. Indie is like a very small part of this whole episode, especially in the second half. But in the first half, it was still mostly about him because obviously his name's in the in the title, so obviously it's gonna be about him. But in the second one, in the second half of the episode, gotta remember there are like two halves. There's two halves. For two sure. halves to every episode. Which is weird. Yeah, so but. the episode is called The Perils of Cupid, and I guess what they did was stick the two episodes that have anything to do with love together, because these two parts both have to do with romance and love and everything. And the first half takes place in Vienna, Yeah, Vienna. Okay. and the second half takes place in Florence. So that's in Italy. Very romantic. Yep. As we find out. So I guess we'll just talk about the beginning. And all of my thoughts going on with the opening credits, which was a bunch of, like, shots of Vienna, I said, this looks like Vienna. It is Vienna. Oh, yeah, I do remember you saying that. <laughs> yeah, because I've been there, and I was, like, looking at it, and I was like, this really looks like Vienna, but I don't, like, know for sure. Mm -hmm. And I just happened to be right, because I've been there. I was pretty proud of myself. Yeah. So we had actually watched, we had started watching, because we were going to do this episode, like, a while ago. Yeah. But then didn't. It kept so, getting pushed back. So we watched the first half, but then never went, but then never never did the episode. Well, we so. watched the first half, and I was, like, having a crisis that night, so I, like, was not paying attention. So I had to, like, kind of rewatch it. Yeah, which I kind of rewatched it today. I, I, like, scrubbed through it. I, wa it. I, I very heavily skimmed it today. But then, like, really yeah. pay attention to the last half that we had actually missed because I we had watched the first half, so I know what happens. Mm -hmm. But I wanted to, I wanted to refamiliarize myself with it. But then, of course, only have an hour lunch break. Can't really watch can't, this can't. and like analyze it. Like it's long. It is. It's so long, especially when you watch it on YouTube in like fifteen parts, <laughs> <laughs> fifteen different segments. I gave her like another <laughs> segment of it just like an hour ago. It was like... It wasn't enough time. <laughs> I found the one that was not in 15 parts Yeah, she YouTube. found the actual full episode. I found the one that was like a hundred different sections of 10 second videos. <laughs> so it starts off with Indy horseback riding in Vienna. With yes. With like a group of kids. Did you want to say anything about this? So how... Okay, so he's he's taking horseback riding lessons, but I'm assuming 
he already kind of knows how to horseback ride, so he was just kind of just doing he... this to do it. Like, why, if he's not there for very long, why is he even bothering with horseback riding? I have no idea. Maybe because that's a sophisticated thing to do. Well, obviously, because that's how he meets the princess. He does. The princess so... is riding as well. She drops her cute little top hat, and he, like, leans off the horse and snatches it up. He's way too stubby to do that. Yeah, I that, have, that had to be a stunt that double. That cannot be real. It can't be because his horse was like ginormous. I mean, he's a little child that's gotta be like less than four feet tall. Yeah, and a horse just setting up next to him like, it's the horse has to be taller than him. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Horses are like pretty tall. Yeah. I mean, yeah. They're not as like, they're not taller than you and me. But yeah. they're definitely taller than a child. They can be. Their heads are, for sure. Yeah, their but heads their are bodies de- could be, I guess. I don't know. It depends on the horse. It really depends, because there are some huge-ass horses out there. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure the horses are huge in Vienna. <laughs> that is a big assumption. This is a How total, the hell do you a, even know anything? I'm just going off of my intuition, and that is just... I'm assuming... Vienna horses are huge. There you go. Actually, in Vienna, it's really great. They have um, horse and carriages all over the city. And you <gasps> you can, like, take a ride on it, you know? Like, in, in imagine, like, in Central Park. They yeah. have those, but they're all over the place. And you could just, like... Like a taxi? Kind of, yeah. <laughs> it, they're really cute. That's adorable. I know. I was there in the wintertime, and it was, like, with all the winter markets and the, the Christmas markets, and they just, like, all these jolly old guys driving around in little buggies with their horses and top hats and stuff yeah it's cute because it was it was cold there when they went like in the, in the show yeah in the yeah, show when it's they cold went. as well it is it's, it's like snowy is it always they go ice skating is it always like that no it can't be always be like that no it's only in the winter time so then it's just interesting watch um seeing them go to different well my, like, my favorite how... movie takes place in the summertime in vienna before sunrise and it's nice and warm there at that time. How far is Florence from Vienna? Like, would would it be a different season? No. Why would it be a different season? Well, because the this okay. <laughs> Emily has is making a point that it is winter time in Vienna, and then they go to Florence, and it is not. It's like summertime. Yeah. It's yeah, and it's they completely different seasons. Yes, and they also make. The at the very end of the second half of the episode, they're like, "Oh, we're going to Paris now," and I'm pretty sure that they don't go to Paris after this episode they because already we went already to went to Paris. Yes, because they're all messed up because of the VHS release, Emily. They're not. They're not jointed together. They just stuck these because, two things together because of the fucking 1994 VHS release. <laughs> it, it. They're. We should just treat them as two separate things with a very very loose and mild train ride connection between everything that they re they basically remember during the reshoots because that's why he's older every single time there is a kind of transition where they're riding a boat or riding a train or something he's older because they decided to shoot because this. they made those transitioning scenes later like i had originally brought up about this damn confusing show that's exactly what it's like God. that's why he's so much older on it's the train so confusing how this works they 
They so do, there you go. The, they, that's the point I'm trying to make. They should. In this episode, <laughs> part one takes place in wintertime Vienna, and part two takes place in, like, fucking, I don't even know, springtime. Springtime Florence. Springtime Florence. Yeah. Okay. So he meets, he meets the princess, and would you want to have him speaking German? Because it's really cute. Okay. I didn't I didn't write it down, but it, that's sure. I'll find it. Let me see. You want you want the horse guy to speak? No, no, um, no. little Indy. So when when he's putting the stable, when he's putting the horse way in the stable, yeah, okay. he spies the princess at the stables. He's being a total creep. He's so cute. <laughs> I just thought what a really funny face he was making. Um, is this all the way up? Yeah. Okay. Cool. It's huge. It's huge. Definitely taller than her. Air is wunderschön. Sie is wunderschön. Sie is wunderschön. My name is Henry Jones Jr. My um, family's staying at the American Embassy here. My father's on a lecture tour. We move on next week, but I've had a great time here. Especially these riding lessons. Okay, he's You're a sure. fine horse rider. You should know that. Is there another part where you speak? Probably do. No? My English is next good. So, he speaks German to her, like, three words. Then he just starts speaking to her in English before she even replies. How does he know that she even knows English? He just assumes. Like, I, I don't know. He, I know, he's like, he's like, I'm just gonna start off talking to you in German and then just stops because I don't who knows it's adorable though maybe maybe he could only learn those those few lines yeah Z is wonderful or something yeah which is instead she of, is wonderful instead of whatever he said so this is him falling in love with this girl who's clearly like half a foot taller than him he fell in love with her the second she dropped her hat yeah and I don't know how many times he'd been stalking her at, at a horse riding class but Okay, then then he's like, then he convinces, then they go out to lunch, right? And then yeah. he convinces her to go um, on a walk with him. And yeah, for some reason her nurse is like, Miss Seymour, you hungry? And Miss Seymour's like, yeah, I could eat. <laughs> so they just all go together. Like, God, I love Miss Seymour so much. I'm going to say that so many times in this episode because she is just... She's so great in this episode. She is just a diamond. I love this lady. She's great in the second half. Yeah. She really doesn't do much in the first half, but, you know... She of... teaches him poetry. Yeah, okay, okay, that part. Well, because she's the teacher, but I'm saying, like, I'm saying, like, instead of just teaching, like, you know, other developments. I want to learn more about Miss Seymour. We... I but we aren't. I have another thing of... of but that's after, unless you have something between now and when they talk about poetry. My my notes are are skim, man. They are skim. Um. So they go to lunch. He he like he doesn't grasp the fact that because she's a princess, she doesn't go anywhere. Yeah, like he just doesn't. She's like he's like what? He doesn't. He's like you own Vienna. Why don't you go anywhere? Mm -hmm. And she's like, because I'm a princess. Like. Yeah, I mean, is that, like walking is, around. Is that not something everyone knows? Like w when you're royalty, you don't get to do anything. Yeah, because she's not free. She she's, she's not the least free person in this whole country, probably. Yeah, and so Indy, you know, he's just he doesn't really know much about this girl, but you know, he's obviously obsessed. And then he takes her um, skiing, ice skating, ice, ski ice skating, ice skating, 
and um, they're just having fun, and then everybody yells at them. Yeah, the nurse obviously regrets her decision of taking Miss Seymour on a lunch date, and then just is just like, they're yelling at Indy. Like, this lady is like, you are not, you'll never get away with this. Like, you're going to hear from us. You're, I know. You're so bad. You're evil. And then she like, she's like, Sophie, get over here. She's like yelling at her. For and just, just going like, ice skating. Yeah. But I mean, but she is the princess. It's kind of dangerous, I guess. I guess. Ice skating's dangerous. You can like. You can break an and, arm. You can fall and bust your lip open. For sure. Someone could, someone could also snipe you. Like, who knows? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Can we just get to the poetry part? Because that's, like, the the main meat of this this episode. Okay, well, basically, the, uh, I know, the the, the best part of this episode is when he has dinner with Sigmund Freud. Yeah, we gotta get to that point. Okay. That's great. Long story short, Indy loves this girl. Yeah. He can't stop talking about her. He can't stop thinking about her. He can't sleep. His like his stomach he, is his stomach is making somersaults. Yeah, it's, he it's just, adorable. He's adorable. He is just being so cute. He's with, so cute. But I think that he has a really good reaction to when he's reading with Miss Seymour at um thirteen thirty. Yeah, so he's poetry. he's getting really angsty and angry, and Miss Seymour's like, "All right, let's do geometry." And and Indy's just like, "Can we just not?" And he's like being all he's being all like emotional and like like angry. Like, can we just like. We just end class early for once. Like, he's, like, been so sassy with Miss yeah. because he's, like, because he is so torn up about thinking about Sophie all the time. Dude, it's so and real. And Miss Seymour catches up on it. Like it's after... so cute. No, I, d- I did want to note, like, how harshly, well, I guess it's not that important, but I don't know. I thought that, I thought what Henry Jones Sr. said to him was, like, really harsh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like okay, when, okay. Yeah, Here we this go. part. I was yeah. like, What? Mm-hmm. So Indy had taken the girl out skiing. This they're there the ice skating. They're they're there staying with the American ambassador yes. in Vienna. The embassy. So yeah. And so they're guests and and the ambassador like gets gets like um gets totally yelled at by Franz Ferdinand. Like about like fucking Watch your citizens, man. Get your get your citizens together. This guy's Franz Ferdinand? Yeah, he says that. He says he says like he says, he says the, our our American ambassador got a whole bunch of shit okay, from we'll play France it. Just play it. <laughs> you didn't hear that part. I don't remember. Okay, I think it's a problem. Okay. Okay, wait, 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 I missed it. I missed it. <laughs> oh my god, the Archduke Franz Ferdinand. Yes. Oh no way. You didn't hear that part? Oh, I totally forgot. Oh god, okay. Oh, I love okay, this okay. Show so here, much. where they're scuffling off. Okay, okay, here we go. Perfect. So yelling at him, walking away. And I was getting yelled at by his dad. At the embassy. At the embassy. I really didn't mean to cause any trouble. Trouble? You almost caused a diplomatic incident. This was sent to Ambassador Kerens. A man who has been kind enough to let us stay at his residence. Use his power and influence so that we can enjoy the best of this city. And then you go and take a member of the royal family here on a joyride. It's from the Archduke Franz Ferdinand himself. He feels our ambassador is abusing his position and has asked him to exercise some control over his citizens. I'm sorry. So you sorry. Have shame on us all. And your country. 
Can you believe that? You shame us all. And China? Like, God, you brought shame, (laughs) dishonor on your whole family and your country and your cow. And dishonor on you, dishonor on your cow. Like, that's totally... I thought that was ridiculous. You know, it's just so funny. I didn't realize that they come into contact with Archduke Franz Ferdinand in this. Alessandra, every episode has to at you have to at least get get like a snippet of at least fifty different historical figures. This guy, this is well. Now we know this takes place bef- prior to World War One because he hasn't died yet. <laughs> so, but it's like nineteen oh eight, so that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty crazy. So I thought that was crazy how he just got chewed out. He did. That, that was, was the word I was, was looking bad. for. Everyone got chewed out because of Indy. Chewed out. <laughs> so at thirteen thirty, um, he is having this really great discussion with Miss Seymour about poetry, and I just loved what she had to say. Well, because Miss Seymour finds his letter that he's writing to Sophie, saying like, you know, sorry, sorry, I got us all in trouble. Yeah, I totally got chewed up by my dad. <laughs> I'm such a rebel. Don't you think I'm hotter now? So that's I'm, I'm paraphrasing, but <laughs> so cute. rough, rough paraphrasing. And so Miss Seymour catch like sees that, and she's like, "Okay, let's 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 not make triangles anymore. Let's talk about something else." And so, and so they like she has him read him. What is it? Where is it? Thirteen thirty exactly? Yeah, there. Just click there. It's so cute. So he's gonna read Shelley, um, the poet. This one looks good. Loves philosophy, Shelley. The fountains mingle with the river, and the rivers with the ocean. The winds of heaven mix forever with the sweet emotion. Nothing in the world is single, all things by a law divine. In one another's being mingle, why not I with thine? See the mountains kiss high heaven, and the waves clasp one another. You know it? Of course. The sunlight clasps the earth, and the moonbeams kiss the sea. What are all... Was that it? Or do you want more? No, I think... She, she says something sweet. Oh, is it more? Okay. Yeah. His kissing's worth if thou kiss not me. Yeah, let me look. Miss Seymour, do you think I could be in love? Well, you're awfully young, Henry. Yes, but do you think I could be? I don't know. We all fall in love, Henry. Some of us too soon, and some of us too late. Oh no! Yeah, dude, I heard. <laughs> that, I heard that too. I was like, dude, Miss <laughs> Seymour is totally regretting not telling Teddy how hot he was. I don't think it was Teddy, Emily. No, I think I, it was I Teddy. Really, don't think it was <laughs> you Teddy. Don't think it was Teddy. I think I'm gonna go with. I think it was Teddy. I think. That... You think it was Lawrence of Arabia? <laughs> had a thing they totally did <laughs> no they didn't they don't. Like, she was like a a cougar god <laughs> anyway oh, you got your tea all over your face all did right. i i didn't nah. get no i didn't a little bit no you're fine anyway um i had also noted the poem that he read before just because of the acting oh yeah like he is reading now, of course, my time clips are all messed up because I was... all fucked up. Because <laughs> I only had 10 seconds to find <laughs> to find the thing I wanted. 
But, um, what was it? It was the first one he was reading. This no, it looks too early. Whatever, I'll try it. That's enough geometry for today. I think we should try something else. Can we just finish early for once? Getting all angsty. Will you recite this for me, please? I don't feel so well. Are you ill? My stomach's in kind of a knot. I can't concentrate. Please, recite this. What meaneth this when I lie alone, I toss, I turn, I sigh, I groan. My bed me seems as hard as stone. What means this? In slumbers oft, for fear I quake, for heat and cold I burn and shake. For lack of sleep my head doth ache. What means this? Aww. And he reads, he reads the section beforehand and he's like, oh my god, this is totally me. Yeah. What if I sit near her by? With loud voice my heart doth cry. And yet my mouth is dumb and dry. What means this? Who wrote this? Sir Thomas Wyatt, 1503 to 1542. All that time ago and that man felt just like me? He was in love. God. I love this episode so much. And Miss Seymour, like, catches on everything. She's so, like, calm, too. Like... She but like a, everything a with sadness. Grace. She just has like a, a sad grace to her in this episode because she's just like, oh man, like she just, ha- she clearly has a lost love in her past and this actress lady is phenomenal. And this kid is just great. They just really found really good actors for this, except for the damn mom. She's okay. <laughs> She's, she's not right. terrible. She's just not great. Yeah, she's like, whatever. <laughs> yeah, I don't really like her very much, but that's okay. She has a huge role in this in the second half of this if episode. If we ever get to it. Never, we're never going to get no, there. Okay, we, we got to talk about Freud. Well, actually, no. No, what happens is. Why? What the, can we? Uh, well, is that the next part? Yeah, basically. I said of course, Miss Seymour knows all about love. She needs some so bad. That's so cute. And then Indy, oh, Indy is walking around the um, the marketplace, and he says, he like mm. does this uh, trick with this peddler's like put this ball underneath these cups and yeah, twist the, three the cups. cups around. Yeah, and then he moves the ball, and then he moves the cups around, and you try to guess. And then he's like, "Es this ein trick? <laughs> it's a trick." <laughs> He, he like, totally catches on it. He speaks German to this guy in the middle of the street. It's great. Yeah, telling him that he's a little shit for, like, doing this trick and taking people's money. And then he goes to the castle, and he's like, he goes to the palace, goes up to the, the palace, uh, and he says, Oh, it's so fade. He, like, yells through, and then the guards pick him up and drag him all the way down the stairs. <laughs> and then throw his hat. Throw his hat. Like, they toss him out into the street. Yeah. He just wanted to talk to Sophie. Well, because he's standing at the gate being a crazy person going like, Sophie, wait, I know her. I have a gift for her. Like, he, he's he, being he very sound, obnoxious. He sounds like a lunatic. Had no tact 
at all in this relationship. He's like just he's like holding onto the bar, shaking it like a crazy person, like a, like a monkey in a cage. Yeah, and he's just going, "I'm a gift for you!" <laughs> like he's being crazy. Like, yeah. of course, the guards are gonna be like, "All right, this kid's gotta this go." Kids is a risk to the safety of the princess. Yeah. He's gonna, he's gonna get all of his all of his kids sticky as all So over. okay, you know what I noticed though is the, these two episodes. There's not a lot of talking. Like there's not really a whole lot of things that are actually spoken. A lot of it is like visuals, which is why we're explaining it to you. Like he goes up to the, they throw him out. Like he walks by Gustav Klimt's the the kiss, which is that really very beautiful. Um, painting with the gold and the man's kissing the woman on her cheek mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and i've seen that in person because i've been there <laughs> anyways it looks um, really pretty it's very pretty it's there the gold's very pretty um and he walks by it which is just in a window which is crazy but that's where it is in this show yeah because I, I i feel like i also feel like the touches of historical like actual reality were a little forced yeah, because, that like, was definitely forced because they would because never put something like that. Because this episode had like nothing to do with any historical figure at Except all. Except for Archduke the, Ferdinand, but he was still just thrown in there. He really kind of was. He was definitely thrown in there better than than the painting oh, was. But you know who's great is Freud. <laughs> Freud is super great. I wish we had more Freud. I wish Freud was more in this episode. He's just only in this dinner scene, and it's great. I think we should just. Uh, well, okay then. It takes a bit until... When do they get to, to Freud? It's pretty much oh, soon after Freud that, yeah. Is... After, after he gets the snow globe yeah. to give to her, and then he gets thrown out of the castle, he, like, goes back home, and then he's, like, ha- then his parents are like, we're gonna go see Freud, Freud tomorrow. Okay. And then I'm... the mom's like, are you sure? He talks about inappropriate things. <laughs> and then the dad's guess like... Guess what he does. Talk about inappropriate things. Yeah, total foreshadowing. But then the dad's like, he's got a... Indy's got to meet this guy. And she's like, okay. That's when I wrote, I wrote back to sexy Professor Jones because this is back to that sexy dad. (sighs) This guy is real foxy. He's got great hair. Really nice. (laughs) That's all I got to say. Okay. So should we go to the Freud part now? Yeah, sure. Mine is at 2440. Good. Mine's at part three <laughs> five minutes in no. four four minutes in yeah. <laughs> what is it 23 20, uh, oh this guy 24 40 that's when all the women leave when they're like he said sexual <laughs> he said all people want to like fuck their mothers that's ex- oh we should leave now <laughs> oh, gosh. that's what he said i mean not exactly it's pretty much this is as close as I can get it. Here we go. Indy's just being like super antisocial. He is being and really depressing. Cute. Yeah, because he's like totally in love. He's depressed. Yeah. He's yeah. lovesick. What is this thing in front of him? Looks that, like an a... apple dessert. Apple dessert over some Cool Whip. <laughs> some so a la mode. So like a memory. No. <laughs> if we <laughs> understand the full nature of both the female and male in all of us, we gain a balance. And it is our yearning for that balance that makes us feel this thing we call love. So, love is a yearning for balance. Someday you'll meet a girl 
And she will feel like the missing half of yourself. I think I already have. You have? I read a poem. Love's Philosophy by Shelley. Nothing in the world is single, all things by a law divine. In one another's being mingle. This child can understand what Jung is talking about. I tell you, children's minds are incredible. But where exactly does love come into all that? Sex. That's where love comes into all of that, young man. Please, Sigmund. No, 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 no. The boy asked a question. He said ankles. All have to love leave. is derived from the need for sexual gratification. Even this boy's love of his mother. There it is. Perhaps the ladies <laughs> would like to withdraw. Yes, we've, we've, we've a lot of packing to do tomorrow. Henry, the I that was so uncouth. But like, that's that was not what so I'm bad. All the about. women cannot handle Please let the boy stay. He asked the question. My apologies, ladies, but please let him stay. So, all the women leave, and they just like leave little Henry with these men that only talk about Henry, sex. Love well, in the heart of someone your age is a he doesn't, he doesn't even want to know about sex. He just wants to know, like, how, about the, love. how the feeling of love comes to be. And then they just keep saying, Love is sex. I'm just like that's what? really their main point. Like their whole the whole time they're talking, they're like, it comes from sex, and then and then he's like, okay, but he hasn't but even like, experienced that. He's just yeah. feeling the emotion of wanting so to be close like, to someone. Right. And they're like, yeah, you're gonna find your other half, and it's all from this. And he's just you like, you gotta okay. find your other half, and then sex. Like, yeah, I'm, it's okay, like, dude. He's like ten. Yeah, so <laughs> chill out. Yeah, and then and then the, the other guy basically says that Hallmark invented love, so it's like yeah, <laughs> he's like love was invented. Yeah, he's like it was invented for us because to be feel better about ourselves or something. Yeah, and also it was really interesting. He actually had said something along the lines of like um, love was invented because people didn't want to just have the sole reason of being with someone to be sex. Like they 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 yeah. brought they brought love into it to make it like. More know, meaningful, seem, seem not as barbaric, or maybe even like not as not just just something not as physical, making it more emotional. Yeah. Even though Indy's just feeling all the emotions right now, I know. Obviously, and he's just trying to understand what these emotions are. And, and it's just really like, cute. They really get into like they get into this, it's, and it's nice. Like this is a nice conversation, an interesting conversation. This is kind of like him talking to Picasso, like in general, just like learning about life. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the being more intellectual, and uh, he, it's pretty impressive that he just quotes Shelley verbatim like that. Well, yeah, because he was like obsessively reading it for like the past couple. He like days. read it like in in bed. Is like him like reading this poetry. Yeah, like, his mom was like, "Indy, go to sleep." Go to sleep. And he's like, "I'm just like, finishing." Like, I'm just reading this poem for the for the 15th time and she's like you can read it 15 more times tomorrow also to she says like go to sleep and she's like oh we're going to the opera um or whatever he, she's like it's time for your bedtime and I'm like what time is his bedtime if they're going to the opera like 8 like when's the opera like 11 o'clock like what he has a super early bedtime sometimes because then later in the show like they, um, in the second half of the show, they're eating dinner as well, and then the second they finish, the mom's like, "Candy bedtime." <laughs> like, what is it? Like six thirty? Jeez. Well, actually, if, if you're in Italy, you're eating later. So. Yeah, you do eat later. It's, so yeah, it's they probably, probably, probably ate eight. at like eight thirty. <laughs> probably get to bed at like nine. <laughs> so it's not that late for like a ten year old. I guess. 
Emily, we're gonna find out. We're gonna eat eat dinner late in Italy. I'm so excited to eat dinner late. It's gonna be great. I'm excited. <laughs> we're gonna go to Italy. I'm super excited. All right. So let's see. Does anything else happen in this episode? Oh yeah. So after. Oh yeah. But, after yeah. after the Freud is like, uh, you know, tell the girl you love her and and sex and stuff. Um, Indy tries to sneak into the castle. Yep. He tra- No, he he, he does. He somehow he sneaks into he, the castle. No, he somehow gets the guard to like go get to go get the um to go get her her dad. Mm-hmm. He goes in. He talks to Franz Ferdinand and is like, "I love your daughter." And it's and Franz Ferdinand's nuts. like, "Go home." And so then they escort him home. But then the second yeah, the, the king's like, "My daughter can't marry an American." Ha 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 ha! Like he says that. Did he say that? Yeah, he does. You want to find it? Oh my god, I don't remember that part. Yeah, he's like, "It's strange. The emperor denied me permission to marry Sophie's mother." because he was not a Habsburg. Like you, I had to storm the palace. It is fitting the first young man to fall in love with my daughter should storm my home. Here is your letter. I'm sure Sophie would appreciate your concern for her welfare, but I could never allow her to marry an American. <laughs> oh my gosh, he does say that. He did, yeah. That's but that insane. was a nice little story about him storming the castle. He's very sweet to him. He definitely just, you know, he, he lightly lets him down. Yeah, he totally does. He, he lightly says no. He also says that he's too young. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then... He gets an escort to take him all the way home. Yeah. But then the this, second, the second the they get second there, the the you know the driver is like, look away. Indy stows away in the back of the cart, and then he gets escorted all, all the, the way, way back. back to the castle. It's hilarious. And into the castle. Yeah. Where he gets out, and then he sneaks up to the to the princess's room. So okay, before he sneaks into the princess's room. He walks into the room where they're watching, like, um, them play the piano. You're right. And then he, like, tries to climb up. So he has to get a a chair and, like, move the chair over to the door to open, to reach the fucking high-ass doorknob. Opens the door. I'll just show you. He opens the door. The doorknob's that high? You'll see. Look. He's, like... He's like in this room here and has to like hide behind this chair and moves the damn chair all the way over to the door so that he can climb up onto it without anybody seeing him. And Franz Ferdinand turns around and sees him. And how how are the people playing the instruments not seeing him? I, that's exactly what I thought. I said he's scuttling across the room. No one's noticing that he's there. And he opens the door. He has to stand up on the chair to reach the doorknob. It's so high. Super high high door handle. (laughs) Why is it so high? I don't know. And he sneaks out, and then oh, and then he sneaks out and um, goes into this room where this woman's in there, and then this man comes in, and this woman looks like royalty. She looks like she's a queen or something. And then this other guy, like, sneaks into the room to, like, sex her up or something. And he, like, leaves and she, like, moans and he's gone. It's crazy. Well, it can't be, it can't be the queen because she was just sitting next to Franz. Yeah, so I don't know who who this lady so, is in yeah. this room who's about to get sexed up by this guy. Maybe she's just one of the guests coming to the castle. Yeah, maybe. And then, and then she just, like, has an affair with, like, the 
freaking feather duster. I don't even. know. I have no like, idea. The it's, door. It's the door opened. Scandalous. Man. This yeah. lady's like, oh, like, and then Indy just like gets out of there. He's like, okay, whatever. Then he's he like reaches. He's not phased by anything. No, he's really not. Then he reaches the princess's room. He has to climb outside onto the balcony to reach her room. Gives her a snow globe. Tells she her, gives him a locket with yeah. her face in it. Which is cute. And then he That's kisses her on the cheek. It's like, always love you. They exchange saliva. <laughs> no, they don't. He kisses <laughs> and, her on the cheek. And then she, That's and then not like, exchanging saliva at all. Also, I'm paraphrasing, okay? <laughs> so. <laughs> I did not get that. <laughs> and so. <laughs> and then he's like, I'll write you every day. I love you. And then. She's like, okay, bye. And then, mm-hmm. Like that's like, basically what it's like. Indy, Indy's putting like so much more into this relationship than she is. Like she's like you know you know she, she kind of just them, stares. She gives him the lock. Really she's have, not a very good actress. She's not. She's not a very good kid actress. She's terrible. She's not good. especially compared to Indy. Oh yeah, definitely. He not. is the tops, and she's just the she's most. She's just so monotone. Like she's she so just she's so blank. Stands there. She does. She doesn't have any reactions. She just is like it's because taking she's... life as it comes at her. That's basically what this girl's like. I guess she has no wants or desires. She just kind of goes. She, along she had she with... had no want to go ice skating, but then Indy's but then just she's... like come back, and then she's like, we'll only be okay. gone for a few hours and then get caught. She's the... It's fine. She has no personality whatsoever. Yeah, I don't know why. It makes no Indy sense. fell in love with this extremely high doorknob. <laughs> with this extremely tall doorknob. She is taller than him, too. Gosh. Okay, so is, are we gonna... Yeah, on to part two. Are we gonna be done with that? Because yes. I'm, I'm done with this Vienna part. I'm done with this half. Okay. Because second half is a little bit better, actually. It is. It's a bit more exciting. It, it shocked me. Like, this, this one was cute, but then the other one was just a lot more exciting. So they head to Florence. On a train. Definitely two years older in the, in the train sequence, is what I'm trying to say. Should we hear his voice in that? What do we have? What is he saying? Do you know? The... I don't know, but you can hear, you can clearly hear that his voice is uh, a little bit deeper. Does he Does he talk when they're complaining about how small the Italy room is? Something about... Does he talk here? No, yeah. He talks on the train. He's only older on the train. He's not older in Italy. <laughs> he goes back to being a young kid again. Like, how old do you think he is in this little transition sequence? His face looks a little more He looks more like he's chubbier. like 12 or 13 in this. And he's definitely 10, 9 or 10 nine in or the 10 other, in other ones. One. In, in the first half? Yeah. Let's see. I think 10. Oh, oh he's thinking about Sophie. It's just a picture of her on the screen. As they slowly train by. If I'll ever see her again. Well, even if you don't, darling, it won't be the end of the world. Sure feels like it. His voice is so much deeper. It really is. But somewhere, someone is waiting for you. Even at this very moment. Your other half. My other half? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Like Willie. He's so... (laughs) Willie? Marianne is, Mar- is his Marianne? true love. That's who she. She's Come his on. true love. 
Come on, yeah. Willie, come on. It's not Willie. I know it's not Willie. You think it's the lady, the, the Nazi lady in the third one? I liked her. I like her too, but it's not her. It's not Willie. Sometimes I forget that this is supposed to be like... Indiana Jones! Canon to Indiana Jones. I forget because, every time. Because seriously, how he's raised does not seem like... It's the same person Like, like what he would grow up to be. Because I, I know they make him yeah. really adventurous, but just, I feel like... I feel like actual Indiana Jones. I feel like Jones. if this was truly his childhood, he would not have grown up to be like that. Yeah, he's such a square, you know? Yeah. He kind of is. I mean, he's, I, he's good at adventure. It's like, because when he's a professor, he's like, I'm done. I'm done adventuring. That's kind of his, like, M.O. Because he's like, I've been, I've done enough of my life that I don't need to do this this stuff anymore Mm -hmm. and then he is forced into it you know it's like every every of the old movies obviously like the first three he's just kind of reluctant to even do anything about it well the second ones but but you know like the first and the third one involve him just saying this belongs in a museum you know like most of the time (laughs) (laughs) he totally went connery there for a little bit he's connery's son is he not i know don't give me that crap. It doesn't sound like Connery, though. It kind of does. Nah. This this dad this dad sounds like Connery <laughs> sometimes. I love this guy. He's so great. Yeah. Um. So really bad transition into Florence, Italy. They get where... there. It's pretty. <clears throat> it's pretty. They're walking around. They're complaining about how small their room is, but like it still looked really nice. Yeah, that's so, we like, don't even need to talk stop about complaining. that. It's, it's just stupid. He has to like room with his dad, but then they move out anyway and move they, into they like leave... this super rich lady's house anyway, yeah. so it doesn't even matter well, because they go to the opera and then this lady's like, "Oh, you have a really small room. You're you're totally welcome to stay with me." And I won't take no for an answer. Like the, like the, this this is those ladies like the line. theme of this second half of this is I won't take no for an answer. Oh, 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 shit, oh, shit, Alessandra, oh, shit. That's exactly what it is, and you'll She's find out why totally in about right. five minutes. She's right in, in more ways than one. Oh, my God, Alessandra, how did you do that? I don't, I just, it was you. You, you made me think of it, because you're the you're one right. who said I it. did, I did, I did plant the seed of this idea. Anyway, but you execute, you watered it, you tended to it, and it grew. <laughs> anyway, sorry for my dumb metaphors. Let's go. Um, it's the cradle of art. That's what uh, that's what Miss Seymour says about Florence. Oh yeah, yeah. No, the mother says that. The mother has some stupid ass lines. <laughs> she says it's like the. I gotta find it. She has a lot of dumb lines. She really does. She gets cray, though. She's cray. I don't like this lady. I just want to say that right now. I totally thought she was going to leave. Florence is not only the center of science, it's also the cradle of art. What the fuck? See, how did you do that? I'm a... (laughs) You, Genius. you have me in charge of finding the shit, and I'm terrible I at know, it. And, and I can't do this anymore because my wrist really hurts, so I really got to stop stop <sighs> scrubbing this thing. All right, well, I have absolutely, I don't want I have absolutely no times. What are, you, what are you doing? Get it together. <laughs> anyway, I have no clips set for the second half, so I was just purely <laughs> okay. going to go off I have of... just written down things that I find interesting. I didn't, I just keep forgetting to write down times codes. I just kind of set, say things. Yeah, it makes sense. 
Um, so they go to the opera. They, so how did they meet this lady? I wrote, there's not a lot of talking in this episode. More like looking at things. Definitely. That's, that is very true. Looking and saying no, but then not doing, but then not doing. So I wrote in all caps, another girl. Oh, because because cause he, Indy, picks, he picks up some girl's handkerchief and he gives does. it to her, and then at, she like totally the, gives him the side eye at the opera. Like mm-hmm. she's like, "Hey, come find me later. I'm sitting nowhere near you." It has nothing to do with Indy. This this whole episode has nothing to do with Indy. It doesn't even matter. Um, and then they're like, "Oh, it was so cute." He starts to speak. He's like learning to speak Italian. He says, "La, la mia prima opera." Oh yeah, and then this lady is. This lady is so pushy that 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 they they move into the house. Everybody's with. fucking pushy in this episode. She just like okay, so you meet her and she's like, oh, I'm so sweet. I won't take no for an answer. Come stay with me. But then the whole time that you're actually at her house, you just hear her like angrily yelling at people. Like she's like, she's like Mrs. Jones, Mrs. Jones. Like she's like yelling at her. And then later, like Mrs. Jones, like waiting for a letter to come back from from George, from Henry Sr. And she's like, I wonder if there's mail. Ugh. And then the lady's like, there's no mail. And she's like, angry. I don't God. know. Like, how? Ugh. I don't know how their hostess, like, turned from super, super cute, kind of pushy old lady to, like, grump. So they, they watch this, this opera. Yes. And it's, it's a sweet opera. It's like this woman falling in love with this guy. And, and then, then she dies. And, and then the then... lady dies. And, and also, like, and then Indy says something like, do people fall in love with that fast? Something like that. He says, like... Yeah, do... like you did? Yeah. Like you did, you little twerp? This is so dumb that they did this in this order. Like, they should have done it the other way do around. Do people fall in love this... Uh, yeah, they should have done this part first. <sighs> but, th- but then he would have... But then he would have... But then it would have been really awkward. But then he would have gotten younger. <laughs> I don't... I don't know. Anyways, so that happened. And then the mom's, God, like, transitioning. crying. The mom's, like, crying. Because she can feel music. She's like, she's like, I hate this lady. <laughs> so, she's so terrible. Um, I'm just going to keep saying that because I do not like her. She's everything. Fine. Also, everything she says is ADR. Like, every word that comes out of her mouth is ADR, which means that she voiced her lines after, like, it's not directly coming from her actual talking. It's like she recorded them later. Really? You can tell. Just the way that... I could not tell. I can tell. It's just the way that she talks. It's like her mouth does not move in a very, like, similar way to the sounds that are coming out of her face. Like, it's just... That's how you can tell. That's interesting. I'll have to pay attention to that. Yeah. Um, So they go to this opera. Then they go to dinner with the composer... Giacomo Puccini. After he's like, I'm too tired. But then he like takes off his, his like, he has like this like thing mopping up his like composer sweat. And then he like, he like lays eyes on Indy's mom. And he's just like, he's like, this woman, I need to get close to this lady. So Professor Jones. She's like so blah. Mr. Jones. She's so blah. Mr. Jones is there. And he, they, totally he goes out to it. dinner, and he's Everyone totally, everybody it. notices what's going on. He pours her another drink of wine. He's pouring everyone another glass of he's wine, He's making especially sure to talk to Mrs. Jones about what she he thought does. about it. And then, and then, uh, Indy's like, oh, she cried. And, and then he's like, is that true? And she's like, yes, it is true. Like, 
lady. Have some personality. She has no personality at all. She has no personality. Um, but then, but then, like, well, Indy's dad kind of has personality. He he does in it, spots, but it just in shows spontaneous. So spots. far, it's just shown him himself to be kind of okay with Indy talking about sex slash getting angry at him for things he shouldn't be angry at him about slash also being kind of a prankster sometimes yeah that like, is true that was like yeah at least you have seen a few different sides to him where the mom is she's just like she's just like I'm a mom she's a mom I'm a mom that's my personality I'm a mom she's <laughs> like a really bland mom she's a super bland mom which is why she falls she falls for a passionate spicy Italian even though her own husband is such a fox. <laughs> Makes no sense. He's got great hair. Okay. <laughs> so she's taken by this guy. This And this, this guy is obviously taken by her only... Puccini only is his name. everyone knows. Everybody knows. And then, like... And for some reason, even though Henry Jones Sr. knows, he's kind of neglecting her, like... He doesn't kiss her goodbye, really. Like, he doesn't really, like, notice her in this episode. She, she's kind of feeling neglected. I said, the mom Which feels is a little weird. neglected by her husband, the fox. Which is weird why she would feel neglect, like, like they would... Like, because cause the, the dad never neglects the mom, like, in any ever. other situation. Like, ever. Like, they literally... Like, and they're in there Africa. was even a scene where they were, like, having sex. Like, yeah, that's a thing. Yeah, and they and went on their own little trip together in Paris. Yeah, and, and they're, like, in Africa, like, having the time of their lives. Like, like the dad does not neglect the mama. It just so happens that he has to neglect her for a little bit just so she can have this almost kind of-ish romance, kind of. She definitely has, like, a romance. She does. Okay, well, going, going off from here. So, after the opera... Um, Why are we still on the opera? You've only said, so we're at the opera. We're doing the, we're at the opera, after the opera. Okay. The line, oh, we learned that while Henry Jones is going to leave, he's going to go away for like a weekend or a week. Yeah, he, his, his lecture is somewhere it, else. It's a it's week. It's not even in Florence. He has to go somewhere else. He, he like. In Rome. He's going to be going to Rome. Tells, um. Why couldn't they go to Rome? He tells Miss Seymour, um. You say that as if you're still my tutor. So Miss Seymour was... Oh, she, she said, like, have a productive trip or yes. something. That's what she said. And he says that to her, which leads you to believe that, oh, he Miss Seymour was his teacher, too. Because she was. It's so cute. Isn't that adorable? Yeah, I guess. All right. <laughs> um, that's it. And then I, they have oh, history. the mom's going to miss him. Oh, and then they go to a drive to Pisa with Puccini. And Puccini is driving this car like a maniac. Oh, my God. And they're singing Take Me Out to the Ball Game oh for some fucking reason. Oh, my gosh. I and know. I can't believe that Miss Seymour is okay with this. She's she's kind of just, like, reluctantly forth-wheeling. She like, just... Like, she is just, like, she's just such, she's, like, observing from the sidelines. She like really not doesn't doing have anything. a lot to say. She's just observing and she's not doing anything. She's just there. Like, this is totally, like, a Miss Seymour's, like, not, not doing anything episode. Which she should have done more. She should have. 
Like, she should have told the mom that she was being dumb. Anyway, instead, she was she was teaching Henry a ton. Like, there were so many scenes of her teaching Henry in this in this episode just because Henry wasn't doing crazy adventurous stuff because the mom was. The mom was. So all we got was scenes of Indy learning about um, gravity and um, motion and uh, friction. Yep. And stuff. And the density of iron. Yeah, the you should go to one. One hour. You should go to one hour on the dot? Mm-hmm. One hour. So they go to the top of the Leaning Tower of Pisa, and they're talking about physics, because they're talking about um, how... Uh, who was it? Galileo? No. No. Newton. 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 I think they're talking about both no. of them. Yeah. yeah. N- it, maybe? We'll find out in a second. Okay. <laughs> so they're at the top of the Tower of Pisa right now. and Dropping irons off the yeah. top of the uh, Bleeding Tower of Pisa. They're dropping fucking irons off a building. What? That's like really tall. And people are walking underneath it. Like, seriously, after they hit the ground, they How land like... How fucking they, dangerous is that? They land like half a foot in front of, of his mom and Puccini. Yep. Like, it's ridiculous. Here we go. Oh, there they are. Henry! Only time Tell me which one lands first! Which one lands first, he asks. People come to Pisa for the science. Because he thinks the heaviest one's gonna I land first. I come for the beauty. He thinks the biggest one. at the same time, obviously. They hit at the exact same moment! They did! They did! Galileo! Okay. <sighs> so, Puccini's kind of cool, I guess. Yeah, he's fine. He just, he gets scary. He does, and it starts just about now, where basically he's sitting with Mrs. Jones, and he's telling her how unhappy him and his wife are. Like, he's basically like, yeah, my wife and I raised our kid, but I just don't like her anymore. Yeah, he's like he like he tells her this, and then he he like does this whole like it it like starts to get kind of sad, and so then he starts to cry, and yeah. then and then she's like she's like oh is oh, there anything I can do is there anything oh, poor, I can do oh poor baby oh. and like she's totally falling for it because he totally he probably does this all the time. I have uh, something else at one o five. Do you now? Yeah, with him. Good, because I, I don't have anything. <laughs> okay, this guy with this opera stuff. How's Miss Seymour not doing anything about this? That's what I have. Just, oh, so Puccini is... at one five exactly? Yeah. So Puccini is, like, at rehearsals for this opera. And he's going insane. Like, his hair's slipping all over the place. He looks like a really traditional Italian guy with this mustache and his hair is, like, really big. It's huge. It's huge. His hair is huge. It's huge. Okay, you ready? Yeah. Here we go. A singer alone cannot convey my emotions. I need an actress also. It's very difficult. Signora Simon, tell me, what are your thoughts on unrequited love? It has its place in romantic novels and operas. And not in real life. Oh, how optimistic of you. Hey, Sassuonari? Well, I took piano lessons from Mrs. Schwartz. She had a mustache. The right instructor is everything. 
when I was rich. I took lessons from a man who used to kick my shins every time I played the wrong note. I vowed I would never become a musician. Like staring at him. Yeah, for a second I thought she was at wondering if he was gonna ask her to do it. So like, that's kind of the vibe I was getting. Sorry, Madame Butterfly is such a sad story and the music is... it's haunting. And you must have a part of it. Oh, yeah, so he like takes the... He takes a piece of his sheet music and, and then gives it, signs, signs it, it, and then gives it to her. Yeah, so, okay. What did he do about... What, is what does it have to do with fl flowers? Why did I think... There, he, he, do he does give her like this huge bouquet of flowers. Oh, that's later. That's yeah, right. Yeah, it is later. Um, and then I have... I have something at 109. I don't remember what's going on here. Okay. <laughs> I don't remember. Let's figure it out. Oh, they're okay. So they they're on like a walk, and then he confronts her about their love. Oh shit! This is when it goes down. This is where it all goes terribly. And he's really pushy. But it must be a sin to run away hand. from what God has brought together. We are connected, Anna. Please. We are connected. Please let go of my hand. Anna, my life has been renewed from the moment I saw you. I cannot listen to this. I need Henry. you. Henry, it's time for us to go back to the house. Oh, mother, just ten more minutes, please. Try to deny it. Try. I will look into your eyes and I will know that you are lying. I love my husband. But me? You don't feel nothing for me? No matter what my feelings are for you, I must ask you to speak no further. Then you okay. don't deny it. Yes, I do. This deny. lady says this so many times. I don't even know. She says, don't, stop, don't, like, like a hundred times. Like, it's not just like a couple times, even though that would have been enough. It's like over she, she says and it every over time. and over again. Every time Puccini's like, I love you. You're the light of my life. Please come, run away with me. Oh, I love you. You're so amazing. And she's like, please stop. I have a husband. I love my husband. She doesn't even like do with any kind of emotion at all. She's just like, please stop. I don't want to do this. Please don't stop touching me. Let go of my hand. And you're like, dude, get off of her. It's this is so, terrible. Yeah, it's so frustrating like watching this because it's she's so like, frustrating. And it's just unacceptable on every level. Like, and it it's really just is. and it's just annoying because like you know I'm I'm all for a little scandal like if, yeah. if she if she eventually just gave in and just went and but there's no chemistry between these two at all there's not and and it takes her and every time she's with him she's like she's like no I can't but then when she's away and he's like meet me here at this time and she, she always fucking comes goes. she always comes so it's just like okay <sighs> are you gonna do this or are you not it's make a decision just it's frustrating are you gonna cheat on your husband or are you not but like, okay don't... up to this point though in the story up to 109 you're not sure what's gonna happen you're like oh he just confessed his love which just happened you're like oh maybe she she'll just leave she'll just you know, this won't be an issue. Yeah. You're like, okay, it's it's gonna be fine. And then, so the mother goes home and starts crying. And Indy's like, mom, what's wrong? And she's like, I just, I'm going through some stuff right now. And she's like, go and she to tells bed. Him that, she tells him that she's sick. 
Yeah. And so he goes, and like, then she starts crying with Miss Seymour, and she's like, I don't know what to do, Miss Seymour. Like, and Miss Seymour's like, Do you love him? And he, and she's like, I don't know anymore. Like, she's so, she's so, like, undecisive. And I under, like, I mean, I don't understand because it's never happened to me, but, like, I can see how you'd kind of, you would be, like, not really knowing what to do. But, I mean, like, I don't know. She didn't have to go meet this, him. She didn't have to. So at, I like, have something she, at thirteen forty five. She had enough. She had enough will to say no to him, like in person. But she didn't have enough will to just stay away. Like the the second someone's away, wouldn't that be easier to just not go? To just not go. This lady is like, I don't understand. I just, to just not go. Yeah, she just she just shouldn't have gone. Which is why I think at thirteen forty forty five. So he's like at the at like the museum that they're at. Oh no! But he's, he's being, being scary. really scary at he's the being museum. Super scary. This guy's being scary and pushy. At first, he kind of looked drunk, like yeah. like like when 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 he when he walked into the doorway and it was like all all lit and you could just see a silhouette. He kind of like he kind of like you know tripped a little bit or like you know stumbled. Making me very unhappy. Unhappiness comes from not following your heart. Stop. I thought Mr. Puccini was Mother's friend. He is, of Seymour course. turns then his head away. Then why is he getting away. upset? Perhaps he's telling her the story of a new opera. <laughs> Perhaps he's telling her the story of a new opera. Miss Seymour is trying so hard to hide this from Indy. He he just said, if you didn't hear, like, why is... I thought I thought Mr. Puccini made my mom, like, you know, wants her to be happy. Like, yeah. you know, made her happy. Yeah. And he's like, why is he making her sad? And, and she's like, well, maybe he's just telling her a story about his new opera. Like, telling her... Like, and it's just so... He's totally catching on because the, the second... Because later on, when Indy, like, comes by, basically saves her. Because yeah. Puccini is, like... Gonna rape her. I like, don't know. He's something. totally gonna grab her. It's bad. And, like, and take her, like, it's, right it's here. It's to that point. In this, like, where the... In, in a cathedral or something. I, I, yeah. Like, I, I don't even know. But he's, like, grabbing her wrist and, like, being very aggressive. And then Indy comes up and he's, like, aren't we gonna go to lunch? Yeah. He, like, like stops he them. totally he stops like does it. it. Yeah. Here. So okay, gonna, you want you want to play it? Do you want to play it? Want to play it? Okay, let's play it. I cannot let you step away from me. I cannot. You have given me life again. You are inspiration. I long to work with you at my side. Look at me. Look at me. Oh, so gross. Not the wink of sleep. How is this sexy? I am desperate. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Destroy what? Don't destroy this passion we have. Don't destroy me. You think of me. He's running. No. Yes. Running. No. She's running away from him. No. No. He's been crazy. No. Please don't. You no. cannot sleep because you think about me. No. Yes, you do. I know. Don't you think I see? But I mustn't. You have given me your answer. You feel the same. My head is all turned around. I cannot think you must leave me alone. Never. I will not turn away from that which feeds my soul. Mother. Yes, Henry. You said we could have lunch. Yes, it is time for lunch. Okay, good, good boy. Good job. Will you okay. be joining us, Mr. Puccini? Oh, no, Mr. Puccini. Hear that? Oh, this kid You're is gonna such be a good joining actor. us, Mr. Puccini. And she's like, no. Such good. And actor. then he's like, run away with me midnight tonight. Meet me at the train station or yeah, something. Yeah, that's what he says. No. Yeah. 
No, that's not the. It's not the train station part. It's like the the garden part. The still? garden part. Still. God, is this not over yet? I remember this is th- this is where I did not know that this was gonna go in this direction. So really? they go home. Yeah, they go home because at this point you're thinking, oh, the mom's she's done. totally not into she's this. She's not. She's not. You could you could hear her on your own. You could hear that she was like, no, I don't want to. No, I don't want to do that. You could tell that she is not interested, okay? Yeah, definitely not. Literally does a 180 and decides to go after Indy goes to sleep. She's like, I'm going to go take a walk for like six hours or whatever. They're they're just like in the middle of lessons or something. Oh, yeah. Like she's teaching about friction and then she's like, I'm going to go for a walk. You guys are going to be good for an hour, two hours. Six the, hours. Six hours the rest of the night, yeah. The rest of the night, oh, I'm not going to come home until the morning. Okay. Yeah, okay, bye. Yeah, you, we, we all know like, what's going to happen. Like, sure, we're good. But, like, she doesn't do anything. Like, Miss Seymour. The mom goes there, oh. gets out of the carriage, and just starts making out with Puccini. Like, she totally sticks her mouth right on this guy's mustache. <laughs> <laughs> I did not expect this at all. I had... This was not the direction that this episode was going. I really thought this was going to be an issue where the dad was going to come back and have to beat up Puccini or something. Oh, no, that did not I happen. I would have liked that. That did not happen I would have liked all. that. This is horny Italian guys just like going at her. It's so bad. It's, I can't believe that she. Aggressively. Aggressively. He's I did scary. not see this going. And then Miss Seymour knows because they're like making out outside. Miss Seymour sees them. They come inside. And then she's like. The the, the mom just does not. not yeah, the needs. mom does. He and leaves. I said, honestly, this lady's got the catch of the century and she's running off with Mr. Puccini. Alessandra really likes Henry <laughs> Sr. Like a lot. I do because he's so cool he's definitely the better the better choice and in this in this part she like sends him a she like sends him a letter and he doesn't reply back but doesn't i know mean he doesn't you... love her like it's ridiculous he's busy i know but this is the one time she need she was needy and needed him to send her a letter alessandra how hard is it to take three hours out of your day to write a letter and then you give it to the mail person to then <laughs> you, know, you gotta find some wax you, you gotta, gotta find the wax you gotta up. find some wax and put heat it the wax. over the letter and wax first it. first you have to clean your quill because it was dirty from the night from the day before and then you have to find your ink which then fell over and you have to go buy some new buy ink, some more ink. And the, the ink Why are you going to find ink in the middle of the Italy? Ink actually, is what I want to, the ink actually know. fell all over the paper, so we actually needed new paper, too. Yeah. Like, so then he had to go buy some ink, and then the shop ran out of paper, so then he had to go buy some more paper. And he was haggling with his Italian for, like, for like five minutes <laughs> yeah. over paper. Haggling really hard. <laughs> haggling. So this is, like, a six-hour ordeal we got going on here. And then, she just thinks, oh, you should just write me back. And, Yeah. <laughs> As you can see, that didn't happen, but I like to think that's what hand happened. Hand it to the mailman who has to drive all the way over in like a they horse should and have pen. They should have another series of this just seeing what the other parent was doing like this entire time. Like, you know, when Indy's out doing stuff, like seeing what his parents are doing. And then like in this one. Where, no, where, Indy, just the parents. <laughs> where Indy's, where Indy's with, with his mom, seeing 
seeing what the dad was doing. What if he was really haggling with an Italian? Emily, why don't you write some fan fiction? You know, I think I will. <laughs> I'd like to see this typed out. This this um misadventures of Henry Sr. The perils. In Rome, trying to write his wife a letter. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're almost uh. done with this. Okay. <laughs> what happens next? Okay. Miss Seymour is sad. Okay, she comes home. She's crying. She's, she's crying. Like, she's everybody's like, Seymour, crying. Miss Seymour, he told me he wants me to meet him at midnight at the train to, to go to Milan because that's where he's going next is Milan. Yeah, and then and then they're also like, oh, we're going to go to Paris next, which is wrong because we're all out of whack. We already talked about which this. Is wrong. Okay, then they go to, like, the museum and the mom Yeah, like the scientific shopping. museum of, like, Galileo or something. So they're looking through the telescope and... Um, Indy. Indy sees through the telescope. So, so because Miss the, the mom like was supposed to come. To the mom was supposed to come, yeah. but then she's like, "I'm gonna go shopping and talk to Puccini." Yeah. And so then, yeah, he's looking through the telescope and he sees his mom, and she's like running towards Puccini, and then like hold, grabs his hand, doesn't stick her mouth on the guy's mustache again. <laughs> <laughs> She doesn't. I'm glad you cleared that up. She doesn't do that because it was way too gross the first time. <laughs> so she just grabs his hand, which is sexual enough to be honest. God. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> topic so indy obviously sees this he is yeah, not happy he sees that his mom, through the telescope sees his mom and puccini he's not happy and he knows like, what's he up he almost he looks like he's gonna throw up. Knows what's up like he does he runs out of there and miss seymour's like henry henry where are you going and then wow that was a really good <laughs> was that a really good seymour wow yeah I need, I need to get better at that anyway it was good and so then and then he's like he's like fuck miss seymour i need to get out of here <laughs> paraphrasing paraphrasing sorry Par- totally good then he good runs home and he, he just leaves like and he's like he's like i gotta i gotta get out of here i need i need to go back to and then she's like okay i do want to i do want to listen to the part when he's uh convinced Freaking talking out? to his mom oh what she says when he uh talks oh to her. yeah when he's like interrogating he, her he basically he's confronts her basically interrogating he confronts her. her that's the word i was looking for Okay, so after this part, yeah, yeah, it's this one, isn't it? Yeah, she like gets all angry at him, and this is when the lady's like, "No male!" Like it's this this host lady is like ridiculous. I don't even it, know. around this huge ass table. It's a big table. This is a really nice house. Much better than the dinky air quotes. We don't even know they were in it for like point two seconds. Doesn't even matter. The hotel. Yeah. Sleep well. Yes. Good night. Henry, it's time for you to go to bed, too. I have to read my physics book. You can read your book tomorrow. I want to read it now. Please don't argue with me. 
think we, we he didn't ask her where she was. Or she, he didn't here, her. he doesn't hear. Oh, he slams the door. Yeah, he is angry. What did you, uh, what did you buy when you went shopping? Shopping? Yeah. Didn't you, uh, didn't you go shopping today? This kid's great. Oh, yes, I bought a scarf. Yes, I bought a scarf. I, uh, I looked through, um, Galileo's telescope today. That's nice. Saw you macking. Did you see Mr. Puccini today? <gasps> yes, I Ran into him while I was while I was shopping. Henry, please don't stall. I'd like you to get ready for bed. What are you doing? She's just like I'm straightening up. Please put this in your room. Someone could sit on it and break it. Probably would have liked the science museum, mother. 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 She's like yes? gonna break down and cry because she's so guilty about what she's done. She is seriously like so like why would you even want this is this is normally why people make the decision to either cheat or not cheat in the first place because then they're not they're not doing what she's doing, which is like torturing herself. She needed to just make a decision. Kate, okay, I I think <laughs> I because Puccini asks her to run away with him. And so she's trying to grapple with the fact that he asked her to run away with him. Even though these these two have no chemistry whatsoever, and there's no close shots of them at all. They're, it's all mid-shots, by the way. It's it's There's far-away shots, like full-body shots, and mid-shots. There's no close, intimate shots of them where you're like, oh, these two have something going. She's she's concerned but she like i just think that the way that they played this out was not very convincing mm -hmm. um like their love because this could happen in another like if this happened in another movie which it's happened before in other movies like obviously where two people fall in love even though the other person's gone or whatever they have, they have a husband or something it happens a lot and especially in this kind of beautiful romantic places yeah i just think that this wasn't written super great <clears throat> And the acting is not that great. I mean, the Puccini guy's great, actually. Like, he's a pretty good actor. But the rest of the other people... Yeah, are... he, he makes you hate him, which yeah, is good. But he just doesn't have that sex appeal. No, and the mom's just not convincing. No. She's just... She's just bland. So then she, she starts crying, and Miss Seymour's like, you can't just leave your family. She was, like, yeah. seriously gonna do this. She was, like, she, she had some good points. Like, she... Because then the mom was trying to make up some bullshit excuse, like, but he says... He says he can't write without me. That he... That, he, that I inspire him. Yeah, it and has only... Everything has to do with Puccini. It and makes no Seymour's sense. Like, Miss Seymour's like, shut up, girl. Like, the fact that he's being selfish and making you leave everything, leave you... Leave everything you have... Just so that he can be inspired, which he was able to write two operas before she even showed up. Yeah, it's it. It just doesn't. She never says anything like he makes me feel loved or special. She never no, says it's definitely just the heat of the moment. Like, like it's definitely just the passion and the heat of the like the spontaneity and the heat of the moment. It's like, just she, so like she and she knows there's nothing. I mean. She, she doesn't because she, she doesn't. grapples with the fact that she should leave or not. It's just crazy. Like, why would anybody do that if that's really how they felt? Like, 
so dumb. It is dumb. It was a dumb affair. It's pretty dumb. It was stupid. Yeah. But anyways, she she walks to the the next. She's gonna go to the. Uh, she's gonna go to the um, the train station and doesn't like run into Puccini's arm. She runs into her husband's arms instead. Yeah, and how how awkward would it have been if she actually went there to leave with him? And the dad just comes out of the train. Like, he would have spotted them the second they were leaving. They really would have. She, he would have. It was just perfect timing that she, like, walked past Puccini, like, straight to her husband. She says the stupidest thing to him. She's like, let's, let's never leave each other. And then after she after she maxed out with her husband, she, like, looks back at him like, you see that, Puccini? You see that? Like, I'm never gonna go with you. Like, like what was that? Like, that was such a weird, like, like back side eye. Yeah. That, like, she did to then him. Then they go back to their hotel room, and they're a whole big family again, and everything's fine. It's just, like, so... For now, until this, until the mom gets, this like, her weird... This secret is never gonna get out. Miss Seymour was the only per- Miss Seymour and India are the only two people who even know about this. Puccini's gone, and India like mm. kind of well, he he pretty much has a grasp on what's happening. He does. He's a smart kid. He gets it. He gets. It. He understands. He gets it. He's, He's upset about it. He's really upset about He's it. He's very upset about it. Yeah. So this is the perils of Cupid. Do you not like this anymore? You 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 started off this podcast thinking I like this episode because I thought it was exciting. It kind of was. It was. I mean, it was. It was shocking. Like this whole part was really shocking. It definitely showed an interesting side to the mom, which we haven't seen yet. Yeah, because now the next episode is called "Travels with Dad." I hate her. I, like, hate her more. Like, I disliked her at first. Now I really dislike her. Like, I this is thought, not a very good episode for her. I thought she was fine just being the the background mom character. But now that, like, we've seen more of her, I'm like, can we just go back? Yeah, the next one's Travels with Father. Yeah. I'm actually really excited Me about that. too. We've been really excited for this. And then we're going to get to, like, the next guy, aren't we, at some point? Like, you, when does he come in? You think it'll go into the, the next age of indie next? Oh, I have no idea. I, honestly, I have no idea. I was kind of sneaking peeks at the at the, at the the thumbnails of the next videos, and I think we definitely get him by, like, episode six. Oh, it's coming. Get Sean, Sean Patrick Flannery. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is great, too. I, I'm going to miss this little indie, though. He's so cute. Well, if they had stuck to the original editing, we would have had all three in every episode. But we don't. That is true. We have this weird, weird transitional editing because of the 1998 VHS edits. Really? What year is it? I don't know. It, okay, the first, the actual first series ended in 1994. So then the actual edits were like 19... I think it was like 1999. <laughs> I think that was when the when the edits happened. I bet you like 10 people bought them. Bought the VHSs. Hey, if I saw those VHSs at Goodwill, I'd get them. <laughs> I'd get them. Yep. Don't even doubt me, I would get them. Well, anyways, I would say watch this episode on YouTube because it was actually enjoyable. Kinda. Not as enjoyable <laughs> as the last episode, though. 
What was the last episode again? The one where they went to um, Paris. Paris and Paris and Cairo. No. No. Paris and Paris and Ma. <laughs> Egypt. No, not Egypt. No. Paris and. <laughs> what was the first place? First place was Paris. First place was Paris. Second place was when they when they went and got the head got the guy got his head cut off. That one. What? Yeah, remember when the whole they they got stolen and were put into slavery? That was like the first day? episode. That was the first episode. Yeah, that was the first one with Florence and Arabia and Tangiers. Egypt and Tangiers was the first episode. Oh, that's Second right. episode was Paris. Was Theodore Roosevelt. And then Paris. Paris. Oh, that's right. Africa and Paris. That was a good episode. That was a good episode. That was a great episode. Wow. This was such a letdown. <laughs> it's fine. The next one's going to be great. Travels with Father. Just because we get to look at his hair the whole time. Hopefully, hopefully it's the it's the first actor father that you like and not the second actor father that you keep saying oh. that there's... You keep saying there's a second one, which I don't think so. I think... Now you got me all actively scared. (laughs) I love that guy, man. I'm sure we'll be fine. At least you'll have him for the first half. He's so sexy. You'll at least have one for the first half and then probably have the other one for the other half. I don't think there's two different actors all on us. I think they're just slightly older. I'm going to fall asleep now. I'm like overtired. I'm just like laughing too much. We should probably end this. If anybody's even fucking listening at this point. Probably not. They probably left a while ago. <laughs> well, I, ho- I hope they stayed until my kissing his mustache part. Because I really like that part. <laughs> he really didn't have a mouth. His, his face, his mouth was all mustache. <laughs> like, he really didn't. But it wasn't like a Tom Selleck mustache. No. It was like a different kind she of mustache. She would have been honored to kiss that mustache. But no, this guy, he just didn't have any lips. (laughs) (laughs) I observed. (laughs) Okay. Well, um, if you want to find us on Twitter, our handle is at ByThePopcorn. You can also email us at howbythepopcornpodcast at gmail.com or howbythepopcorn at gmail.com. We also have a Facebook page. You can just search All By The Popcorn in the search bar. And, uh, yeah. Follow us on Facebook or like us on Facebook. Like us on Twitter. That would be great. Also, if you could write a review on iTunes, that would be awesome. We've made a few podcasts now and haven't really gotten any feedback. This is like a lot. Like, this is like one of our later, like, I think this is our 11th or 12th podcast. I think so. Which is crazy. Yeah. It's exciting. It's very exciting. And even if no one's listening, I still really like doing it. I like talking about these episodes. They're really funny. I really do. They're hilarious. Um, All right. We're also on SoundCloud and iTunes. Just search I'll Buy the Popcorn. Yep. It's great. Thanks for listening. And we will see you all next time. Yep. Thanks. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.